Tonight's episode comes to you live from the end of a burnt-out pier. It features coarse language, songs of a sexual nature, a revolving lineup of band members, an album band in the UK, a tragic death, repeated use of the word willy, and multiple crimes, both against the law and music in general. Slowly Rock presents Black Lace, A Journey Into Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> about what we're, we're going to do tonight. <laughs> we're about to tread on some horrific ground. I just want to say, <laughs> when, when I envisioned this podcast, <laughs> I didn't want to cut anything out. I, did, I thought, this is a rock podcast, it's a metal podcast, we're going to talk about music, any band, any album. Keep an open mind. Wide sphere, yeah, sphere, sphere of that genre, bring it on. I didn't think we'd pivot so quickly. <laughs> I really didn't. Episode uh, two. Episode two of Slowly Rock. I think this is this feels like a passion project to you guys. And I don't think you can call it that. No. <laughs> this is therapy. Yeah. yeah. This is all you've talked about for a week straight. <laughs> so I think consider me. You bitch. Consider me uh, just a passenger on this journey. Okay. Um, I'm on the boat, but you're. You're Martin Sheen leading me down the river. <laughs> okay. And we're all part Dennis Hopper. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> so, Lewis and Dan, do you want to introduce to me and the audience what the fuck we're covering? Well, well Lewis is patient zero for this because hi. he brought them back into my life. Hi, guys. I'm Lewis from Slow Do Rock. I'm James. I was part of Slow We Rock, but after tonight's episode, I think I want to pursue other interests. I'm Dan. Uh, there's no refunds. <laughs> You're in for the ride. Strap in. Strap on. Strap on. Strap on. Did you know that if is the middle word in life? Be prepared for a lot of that level of humour this evening. Yeah, I mean, that's quite highbrow for what we're about to go to. Also, just remember, we're talking about the band. Don't tar us with that brush when we discuss their songs and what they've been doing. We're not endorsing them in any way. So... So Lewis is patient zero for this because out of nowhere, I, I'll be honest with you, the band we're talking about is Black Lace. Who? If you're not sure who they are, then just think back to any, if you went to any discos uh, School as discos, a child. 90s school discos. These are the men that made your childhood mm. and made every family trip to Spain when you were little, if you were little in the 90s, <laughs> select part of the audience I understand. Um, Agadoo. They gave you Agadoo. The Music Man. Superman. Superman. Do the conga. Tie your shoes. Yeah. You know Black Lace. The, I would say, the kings of the school disco. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all, I think on their Wikipedia page, they're described as the band with the least music cred- musical credibility of all time. Yes. <laughs> and also on their on their their own Spotify. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah. So I guess for those who don't know, Black Lace are a kind of novelty pop band who have been around since what the seventies or eighties. They're a cheeky postcard of a band, as one page <laughs> describes it. 
Yeah. So Nams, talk us in how well, we, how we how we stumbled. How how Well we... I was gonna ask you that because the reason I started listening to them again for my sins Blame me. Was yeah. because Lewis messaged me about them saying I had to check them out on Spotify. <laughs> so what were you doing? Yeah. What were you doing? Why were you looking Where was Kizzy? Yeah. <laughs> she makes you a better person most of the time. Yeah. What what was she doing this day to let I... you Ah oh, um I don't know. Does she Honest, know about this? Yeah. She, oh no, she she's she very much knows about this. Okay. I got I got a so Kizzy's my girlfriend. Um, oh sorry, yeah. Hi Kiz. <laughs> um, I got a message from her. She was walking home from work the other day, being like, I can't find Supercock on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, which will make sense so soon. Oh, some um, sense. So the three of us uh, used to work together for a second-hand. Media, electronics, sort ev- of shop, everything. Yeah, you say like maybe computer exchange yeah. or yeah. something along yeah. those if, lines. If, if you ever walked by a, a Greg's or a Poundland, you'll probably see our <laughs> former place of employment within about two feet. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a dark time for all of us, but good God, did we have a laugh? Yep. Um, and we used to. Well, we had complete free reign of whatever music that we could put on for the entire store. So. There was <laughs> we wanted something that sounded as ugly as we felt inside working there. <laughs> it was a form of protest. We had um, one of one of our friends, uh, Matt, who's now a wrestler. Um, known as Elijah, if you're into it, check him out. Um, he made a edit of Shania Twain's um, That Don't Impress Me Much, where he replaced so many things with our name. The bit where she says, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Had our names, I and mean, then it also had uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I would say um, I would say the easiest so, way to sum up a lot of the music we listened to was that torture. it was almost like we were trying to drive customers out of the store. Yeah, we had the fresh uh, friend of our Sam put on the fresh. Oh, was it, was it you? Was it you? I made it. Dan, yeah. Oh, so Nelms put on the Fresh Prince Bel Air <laughs> soundtrack where the intro went on for a solid I six edited, minutes. I edited the intro <laughs> so it went on for about three times longer than it should. <laughs> Uh, so you would watch customers get ready to sort of rap along in their heads and it would never drop um, I think even the staff you could see the veins throbbing as they just wanted that release um, and then I also so made long. the outro for three and a half minutes long as well <laughs> and it went on so long that everyone lost track no one knew when it would yep. kick in and just seeing that torture was incredible yep. so throughout all of this and yes there's a lot of backstory to how this happened because yeah, there I needs w- to I, be I want to know how you well, basically you said you were clean for years and I want to know why so, I found you with a needle in your arm thinking <laughs> of your own shit and piss so what we should say from what Lewis was just talking about is Black Lace we found out had a song called um, Gang Bang which is literally about having a gang bang look up the lyrics uh, we're having I a gangbang, we're having a ball is the first line of that song. I implore you, if you're listening to this, please check out the songs that we say, because yep. it will sound like we're making this up. The gangbang song sounds like <laughs> it was written and recorded with a circus. Um, it's got that sort of big top feel to it, but it's about group sex um, and the pleasures one can get from that. Uh, but again, sounds like it was recorded by like so, instruments in a circus. The weird thing about this was because I knew from their songs at Black Lace to me they were like a children's entertainment band, like a novelty <laughs> pop band, like Weekend at Butlins kind of thing. Yeah, straight away. And more, more like it, Weekend at Bernie's. 
but even then, it never really clicked that there might be more going on when I heard them singing Gang Bang. I know, none of us questioned it. I, I thought it was one of those innocent 1970s, early 80s, like, you know, tongue-in-cheek, are you being served kind of humour sort of thing. It never occurred to me that actually they would put out an album. Cool. So like that, yeah. Like well, what we listened to recently. So we used to play it all the time, and the other day, um, I just had just had this little melody in my head from nowhere. That was just. <laughs> I thought, like, oh Jesus Christ, what is this? Uh, it out Jesus was not the answer to that question. <laughs> Jesus can't help you. Oh, Jesus God. Christ, no. Even he won't forgive this. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, yeah, that would be uh, Superman by Black Lace. So I checked it out and then remembered that we used to play Gang Bang all the, all the time to a lot of customers. Um, and then that led me to a little discovery. <laughs> so I... <laughs> okay. Right, keep it together, man. So, I <laughs> went to a big moment. Okay, this is it. This is I've been waiting for this. So, in 1997, the greatest hits were released, and it's got everything you'd expect on there: Agadu, Birdie Dance, Superman, Do the Conga. Um, they covered Time Warp. They covered Saturday Night. This is um, a perfect disco to me. They did bullshit, Gang Bang. I am the Music Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit caught my eye. They just slip those in there. <laughs> <laughs> like bullshit. Just, no idea how that song is there. Uh, which then led me to a 1987 album <laughs> called The Blue Album. Let's talk about the song Bullshit, though. While we're okay, on it. Uh, let's go there first. Yeah, because I mean, I have so many questions, both for you and just both of you, mm. and also just like general hypothetical questions that I'm posing to you. A lot of questions probably be. Why, uh, I wh- imagine. Yeah, I mean, one of them is how many bands do you know go back and re-record their own hits well, and then change all the- <laughs> Well, did they re-record? Which one did they re-record, this is what, yeah, yeah, this is the thing, because I think that... So, basically, the Blue Album, what it's like, it's all of their songs plus a few covers, and then they've changed all the lyrics to make them, <laughs> like... Sexy. Uh, se- Sexy, <laughs> raunchy. Mm. What's wrong with being sexy? Wow, I like um, being sexy. <laughs> um, it wasn't a glove, believe me. It's like they've pi- they've pivoted and they've said we don't want to make music for children's parties. We want to make it for people in the bushes watching children's parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. And um, I've only heard three descriptions and, of you two ever. And that comment you've made will make a lot more sense to you when you find out a bit more about some of the band members as we go along. <laughs> okay. Uh, History, you tree, we'll find out, I guess. Wow. So, basically, what is the Blue Album? Well, sorry, just quick, very quickly. The song Bullshit to start with. Okay. Is that on the Blue Album? So I look, no, it's not. It's, uh, but you, I, have you listened to Bullshit? No, no. So no. I looked it up because Lewis pointed out quite rightly, he went, hmm, this sounds a lot like. Um, do you know Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks? How could I not? So, I looked this up, and it turns out that I don't know quite how this happened. I couldn't get the reasoning for it, unless it's a traditional song. This was released at the same time as a competing track with Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks, and the Rednecks beat them in this chart battle for number one. They both released this song, but one of them called it bullshit, and the other didn't. (laughs) 
You think they were just offended they didn't come up with such a bad novelty song first? Yeah. Well, I, it, they released it at the same time, though. God, that That's production. insane. I yeah. did not know that. That is absolutely Yeah, because it says that Rednecks beat them in the charts. So, so the, this is the thing. Every single thing we found out about this just got it, weirder yeah. and weirder. Mm. And, and this led us to the Blue Album, which this, we hinted at. Is this kind of like a serial or making a murderer kind of thing <laughs> but i wanted to know you, more you can, yeah you kind of <laughs> you find out about you read something in the paper and it catches your eye and then you go deep down to the rabbit hole and and then it struck me as i saw the title bullshit hidden amongst children's classics i knew there was something deeper i knew there was something wrong but so right I, I'd I mean, every answer throws was, up three or four more questions. That was a weird sample that I found. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was good. That um, was a so British Ira Glass. So okay, so j- just to get just to get the kind of um, timeline of this straight. Okay, so we it's like we're all brought together. How <laughs> like you're doing the year JFK assassination? Yeah. I, so at some point in our childhood, at a school disco, a children's party, yep. top of the pops two, going anywhere in the Canary yeah. Islands in the nineties. Exactly, any trip to Butlins, anything like that. I never went abroad, so it was just sitting in Village Hall for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you heard oh, the school music. Yeah. Hall. but yeah. You, yeah. we all heard like a Black Lace pop song, and it became like a earworm that we would dance to, and then you'd never want to listen to it again. Pia, as soon Pia, as, like, as soon as puberty hit, you would do anything you could to get away from that kind of music. Then somehow and it came the band back, members. Then somehow it came back into our life uh, when we were all working together, and we decided that instead of making money for the store and the company we worked for, we do everything we can <laughs> to drive customers out of the building. Okay. <laughs> then, for one reason or another, you got Superman stuck in your head, which is fair enough. Like that's the whole song. You know, that's what it does. They, it burrows yeah. into your ear. And starts eating away at your brain. It happens, I'd say, every three months I hear Superman in my head. Oof. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's got fun memories of yeah. it. It's just a fun... So then, what made you decide to listen to more of their music? I think, you know... Okay, so you know sometimes you get an earworm and yeah. you feel like you need to listen to the original song. Absolutely. Uh, in order to find that out. For some reason, I felt like that. Was it the word bullshit that caught your eye? I'm guessing <laughs> it was. And I think I sent you uh, screenshots of the running list of the greatest hits, being like, "Yeah." So you know these songs. There's this weird outlier here. Bullshit. That's what intrigued me to deep dive into this as well. Um, and we honestly, so this. I took this, Lewis's hand, and we both jumped in. We really did. <laughs> and me and me and Nams, for definite, have just. We haven't. It's changed me. Yeah, I don't think I've really thought about anything else for like a week now. No. Yeah, it, you guys have been talking about it. <laughs> I took a day off at the weekend. Like, <laughs> when I see when I see you guys, and like, before I even said anything, I, I don't enjoy just, it anymore. There's just like a look in your eye, like a glint, or I can see you mouthing the lyrics, or there's a slight smirk. I can just tell it's it's like a form of like tranquility that's washed over you. You just feel at peace with yourself. We found Nirvana. Yeah. Um, so I have like loads of questions though about okay. the actual album, the Blue Album, because I'm looking through like their selected discography here. So it's worth it's worth mentioning at this point as well that the Blue Album uh, contains a subheading, which is bracketed, uh, says "Band in the UK," <clears throat> and then the cover of the album says "The Blue Album with possibly 
the same size font you're saying banned it's worth noting at this point it was banned by their own record label <laughs> <laughs> basically so I'm looking I'm trying to start basically it's an album of their own hits and covers which they have re-recorded but they've changed all the lyrics to be kind of filthy in, <laughs> oh, the, the day. but like filthy in the way that like a like 12 year old would find filthy yeah, yeah. like it's a lot of it's singing about things that you do with his will it's I think they've been clever with it though because maybe <laughs> it's like the next school disco you know okay. where yeah. you, you're too old to dance. Teachers' lounge. You're wearing <laughs> you're wearing your flame shirt. Yeah. You went dancing. You're stood at the side by the benches. Yeah. Okay. Too yeah. cool to dance. Two yeah. guys oh. trying to break dance. Absolutely. These glasses, yeah, they're yellow. They make everything look like I'm under piss. <laughs> uh, What's that on my hand? It's a pixie stick. <laughs> how many have I had? Don't you want to know? So babe? just to give an idea of how clever they were, though, because they didn't just want to, you know, put the word cock in there and release it. Um, for instance, the song Do the Conga, which I'm sure everyone knows, which is do, 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 come on and do the conga. They very cleverly, they skewered society with this. They, they called it Do the Condom. And if you think about it, the word do, which is a euphemism for um, sexual intercourse, but what they did was, they went, no, we're not going to use the same word again. Uh, the word do rhymes with the word screw. So the opening to that one is screw, screw, screw. Come on and do the condom. Could Which doesn't make any sense. Could you just talk me through the track listing, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, this one, like every single one of their albums, apparently, starts with the track... Aga, do, 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 push pineapple, shake a tree. Classic. And it's just called Aga Do. Cool. Okay. So, they've just basically stuck their most popular song on another album again, yeah? Well, Jim. Well, Jim. You would think... But I think they wanted to run the risk of some kids' parties accidentally playing a rude version of Agadoo. <laughs> so they've done a rude version but not renamed it. Okay. And it's absolutely genius. Because I couldn't think of anything funnier than if I had kids. Yeah. That's all. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. If, if I had kids and they had a, um, a party accidentally playing their, <laughs> their horrible... It would be like the bit in Jaws oh, when Brody God. spots the shark in the water. I feel, though, at the time of recording, this wouldn't necessarily have been a risk because it would have been a CD. You'd have to have gone out and proactively purchased yeah. that album. Whereas it's almost like they were thinking ahead and were planning for the digital age, yeah, like the when, Spotify era. Yeah. When millennials throw parties for their kids. Yeah, because I, I tried to listen to this album today and I made it less than five songs in. <laughs> and I yeah. had to turn it off. It was so annoying. <laughs> Um, I like the fact they have to make it clear that a song called I'm a Wanker spoiler alert uh, is explicit yeah. um, the most annoying thing was it was all of the already annoying elements of their music yes but with lyrics written by like a 14 year old yeah. or something like that uh, that thought it was way funnier than it actually was what I did like was the sincerity in which he sung every lyric as well yeah. though like he does actually you can't hear him kind of like laughing in the background he's singing it like he would sing any other song he's done yeah so, bit of bit of context. But I assume everyone's wondering how Black Lace got big. Yeah. Yes. How did not? how did they find that sound? How did they find that dance in a dumpster? Wrong. Oh, uh, almost in a bar in Spain. Uh, in the one hundred percent. Well, a lot of their songs are um, foreign. Like Agadu is a foreign song, which they then covered in the UK. Isn't so, it? Uh, the Superman mm -hmm. was actually the the first kind of big hit. 
Okay. So that one basically they went to they were trying to find the new sounds. This is two two blokes from your in fact no, right, let I can't. I can't even I can't no. So this needs to be explained. At first, it was four men, okay, and this Jesus Christ, they were filmed for, uh, formed in 1973. Wow. Right? A long time ago. It was four guys, Steve Scully, Terry Dalton, Colin Ruth, and all three of them were born on September 8th, 1953. <laughs> what? Now, I've seen the omen so many times. Yeah. There has to be something there. Seven um, deadly sins, <laughs> seven ways to win. I mean, that is genuinely fucked up. Yeah, and then Alan Barton, the third one, oh, was born eight days later. Yeah. None of them related. All right, So cool. when you get the daggers and McGee. That, that must have been like some weird day where there was like both... An eclipse. Like solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. Yeah, Twelve hours later, the stars were aligned. Yeah, so many birds just died. <laughs> it was like signs. Um, so yeah, they uh, they struggled on the pub and northern club circuit up in Yorkshire. They struggled. Um, it's surprising, I know. Then they Pioneers. were chosen. Oh, to, yeah. You know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And what is that now? They represented UK in Eurovision. Yep, 1979. But basically the British ABBA, when you think about it. <laughs> it all makes, yeah, not Bucks Fizz. But <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd be like Fox Biz or something. Sorry yeah. ABBA, sorry ABBA. Um, Even as a joke, that's an awful <laughs> thing to say. So they, uh, sorry, yeah. Ben and Bjorn. Yeah, they listen. So they finished seventh. Um, and then they were trying to kind of find their sounds. They went into some <laughs> discos in Spain. Looked in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a little fishing net that you get down by the beach. And they went around every single cubicle, <laughs> just chugging turds. And uh, they found a song called Gioca uh, Gio, um, which was kind of audience participation song. A Spanish band would play it. Yeah, okay. Everyone come and dance, they would do moves, everyone would get involved. Yeah. It was a thing. Like a holiday so, camp sort of song. Yeah, uh, when it was translated into English, it was called Superman. So cleverly, okay. they stole the fuck out of it. <laughs> nice. I quite like oh, how... They didn't just, they didn't just straight cover and they just ripped it off. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, all of their songs. Agadoo is not a cover, it's a rip-off. Oh, right, that makes sense. Yeah, Wait, so a... does that mean that bullshit is a rip-off of... What I joke? I... Some might say. I quite like how, you know, like, you get, like, a lot of, like, classic, like blues artists or singers that's like hey go to New Orleans the record label says New Orleans go find that sound <laughs> yeah. get get your ass to Memphis and go spend some there's time there's a lot some happening in Texas right now yeah precisely there's mm-hmm. so much going on in Austin Texas at the moment like get your ass down there soak up the city soak up the culture come back with a fresh sound new album I like this just going package holiday to Spain sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, look we got a Thompson's up here yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's how they came about so how did it go from representing Eurovision to, um, I guess, 80s novelty pop? So funny you should ask. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. I yeah the Wikipedia page isn't very clear. No. So they, they <laughs> the did... Ar- the archives are incomplete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only the Library that's, of Alexandria hadn't burnt down. But that's impossible. The archives must be complete. <laughs> Any this, person that could remove that must be in this black, black ways. Ways. Yeah. This, um, this makes me feel like we willed them into existence. Yeah. Absolutely. Where there's a lot of funny stuff about them, but we don't know how they got here. No. Or but where the bodies are buried. It's like um, like comic book writer Grant Morrison believes that he must have willed his wife into existence. Yeah, because he, so, couldn't, he couldn't get over how perfect a woman she was. 
And in the same way, we've willed black lace into Mind existence. Mind you, Grant Morrison might have willed black lace into existence. That's true, yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Um, so- <gasps> oh my God, I, I've just heard an incredible thing. Okay. Cool, so a more serious uh, song was included on one of them. Uh, it's a version of You'll Never Walk Alone. A song that two members of Black Lace would take to number one in 1985 for a fundraiser after a fire at the Bradford City Football Stadium. Okay. As members of part of the crowd of the charity ensemble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I may have heard that on our own Wikipedia page. Oh, that is desperate, isn't it? So, is that like they, they heard that, that someone was going to be, they were going to be at the studio at four o'clock on a Thursday? And yeah. maybe they like snuck in the night before and camped out in the studio under a desk. Yeah. Sky for channels. Yeah. And then as they were recording, they crawled out from the desk. So, all right, lads, how's it going? Yeah. Again. Never walk alone. Never, never walk alone. Oh God, can you imagine? <laughs> oh wow. So sweet yeah. silver song now, of a lark. Because one of the big questions. I think I've got, thing, I've got. There's so many things. Please, please ask. Okay. Please go. What I want to know is how they... I get that they've recorded all of this, like, novelty toilet pop music. Every, kids, kids' fun. Yeah. And I think it... As that... It's fine. Benefits per yeah. purpose. I That's enjoyed it at discos as a child. Like, and also, don't get me wrong, I'd much rather that seeing kids now... Oh, God, I'm going to sound so unbelievably odd. But seeing I, kids, like, twerking and doing all this shit at discos and that now... I watch Big Fat Gypsy Weddings. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if that's everything. That's a rep- accurate representation much, of society. Yeah. I would much rather now kids go back and just have like the music man. Then I uh, listen to the blue no, album. No, but I'm sexually charged. So the Macarena is. Yeah. So you can't, true. We yeah. had that. You know that yeah. was just. So here, here's why I disagree with that because these guys are coming from an era where Jimmy Savile was like top of the mountain. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, thing is, though, like, didn't find any connections to but, Savile. But no. Other than a no, which I was surprised about. I was other than something in common. But, but yeah. <laughs> but so what? Because the thing that, like, for example, these guys were maybe like these guys were to the nineteen eighties. Maybe what say steps were to the late nineties, right? Just uh, per, yeah, I yeah, say that's actually like, perfect. Just they pump out shitty catchy awful singles yeah. or if the cartoons have become a popular band yeah that's the cartoons um, what I don't Backward. understand is why they then decided to record an album which would never ever possibly they'd be able to release to their target audience capture new audience capture the adults yeah like, if you build it they will Oh, no, on. don't say it. But right. <laughs> I mean, Cause, we're cause, adults. Cause the, the we know al- how much we enjoy the word "Willie" in a song. Yeah, because so, the Blue Album is basically all of their big hits and a couple more re-recorded with yeah. filthy lyrics. And one of those couple more is and, the Neighbours theme. Because what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this was that for me was the most confusing thing. Because as if this album isn't weird and bad enough already. Um, track Toilet two, two yeah. is the the Australian soap Neighbours theme tune. However, there's a clever twist in that it's everybody fucks their neighbour or something like they that. They say screw, don't they? I think they say screw. Yeah. I think probably. Or hump. They, I feel like, they, they don't really yeah. use the word fuck. No, they don't. I remember, I actually <laughs> remember as a kid when we did like music classes at primary school, as we were getting, getting a little bit too old for primary school, uh, we would deliberately sing the words to songs wrong and add swear words and like yes. stuff like that in. And... My excuse was that I was nine years old. Yes, no, these, <laughs> these, were, these were grown men. Yeah, 
Um, but These I, were I, I don't, sadists. I don't think I've ever known any band, any artist to like. It does have like pe- people go back and like this is a big like somehow tie this into our actual podcast. Lots of rock bands spoon around for a while when things are maybe a little bit uh, re-release, well, re-release or go back and re-record albums. Like sometimes they sounded a bit shitty originally because they didn't have the money yeah. for production. F- F- FM, um, amazing rock band from the eighties. Yeah. Uh, re-recorded their first album like two like last year year before yeah so, 30 years on sounds incredible they did yeah. everything that they wanted it to sound like back then but it wasn't for the yeah. lack of the word willy <laughs> it was it was yeah, not like exodus went and re-recorded bonded yeah. by blood uh brett, brett michaels re-records uh, every, every, yeah, every, every month year, right about fail uh, um, on demand <laughs> yeah it, it, <laughs> it happens i totally get it the thing is though they're they're just doing those classic songs with modern production. Yes. With this, they've gone in and changed every lyric to the word screw or winning. I've never known a band <laughs> to actually just 180 on their own audience. Yes. Not just like that, but also by like kind of tainting their own material. Like you get lots of bands where, you know, after like the third or fourth album, they're like, oh, they're really mature. They came into their own. <laughs> These guys have progressed. They've actually done the exact opposite of and, every band also, in the world. All of the music in them, this is this is one of the weirdest things as well. They've re-recorded all the music. Because if you listen to Superman. Okay, so Superman. Sorry. Is <laughs> Supercock. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. There is no better word for a painus. <laughs> There's no better word for your beepus that rhymes with man than cock. Yeah, right. They're, they're interchangeable, <laughs> absolutely. So they, they did super cock, and all the music is like re recorded on the most budget. I don't know why they didn't just use all the stems from the original yeah. songs, right? <laughs> and at least make it sound like they did originally. I don't want to use the word good. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to think after they recorded the original and like put out the single, they got all the masters and they torched them and they went, this magic can never be recreated. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I would, I, I want to share something with you guys. Cool. Um, and I really want to play a little bit of <laughs> Supercock right now. Make it happen. Just quickly as well, yeah. they're the only band I've, I've... Well, I've not really paid much attention to this on other Wikipedia pages. <laughs> But on their one, it says, after turning professional at the beginning of 1976, but the word professional is in quotation marks. <laughs> I don't it's, know if I've noticed so, that on other Wikipedia uh, pages. No, I don't think I have. And I strangely, I totally get it. And I've, yeah, I've never thought that's more fitting. Absolutely. Oh, oh so. Toilet music. Man. So, I need, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, we all need this. Um, we all need Jesus Christ. I just want you guys. Supercock. Go to for it. Hear Come on. Supercock. Because I didn't get to the from slurping noises or whatever it was. Oh, did you not? Okay, I, I, I specifically... Well, I don't know. Pretty early on. I, I, There's a lot of slurping noises in this. Okay. Honestly, this band is fascinating. And I use the word band in the loosest uh, sense of I, the I, term. I, 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 don't, I think what's fascinating is that they've got this album. Yeah. Because yes. I've been trying to work out... Right, this album, they're not that interesting. I was trying to work no. out when this was recorded as well, because... 87. Right, because it was only... Same year as White Snakes 1987. <laughs> Among the Living as well. We should, are, um, we re- are we recording at the moment? Yeah. Good, because without this album, they're not that interesting, but this makes me recontextualise everything they've done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's almost like a confession. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, Here's what we've really been singing because, about. Because it, it only got released in like 2010. So again, 
Really? Yeah. So who was sat on? So this? who was a person that like? Do you yeah. mean re-released? Re-released. <laughs> but who was a person that like? Yeah. Like twenty-three years later. Twenty-three like, years later, this was released. Yeah, decided they, they had were to put waiting. Yeah. Oh was my god. Maybe when it came out, it wasn't actually banned. It was kind of like that Wu Tang Clan album. Oh yes, yeah, year of, year of our birth. Yeah. But the blue album was recorded. Oh, you eighty seven. I was going to ask if you were eighty seven. Yeah, eighty seven. Yeah, that's oh, how we ended up wow. being. I feel 30. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this. Just listen to this. Just listen. Did he just say on your back, you bitch? I think he did. Fuck me. Come on, the girlfriend died. Show us your boots. Are they drunk? <laughs> this feels like it's one they would record as a dummy version and never release it. For? <laughs> listen to this, listen to what you're listening to. How do you mime a gangbang? Cheaper sounding. <laughs> this feels like an outtake, but they weren't ever going to release. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. Also, this is Black Lace, not us. It's. I think this episode is going to get banned for 30 years. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just, just. No, people have to know. I'm just fascinated because everything about that is bad. Like, but. But I pose this to you. What that, if it's good? That could not be made better, and it could not be made worse. Yeah, it's. it's you can like, do the production better, it, it, which means it's untouchable. But it wouldn't be the same. It's no. the apex predator of flaming shits. One hundred percent. It's a flaming shit encased in uh, fossilized amber. <laughs> so there's there's also oh, oh, with the John Hammond. With the John Hammond. So there's also on this on this album there's a track called The Hope Pokey, which I'm fascinated by. Um because obviously in, in the UK we call it the Hokey Cokey, which you put your right arm in, your right arm out, blah, blah, you know the hokey cokey. Shake it all about. You should hire now, us for children's parties. Alright. Uh, <laughs> do a cokey. Seriously, we this, need the cash. <laughs> yeah, Turn around. This is an appeal. Yeah. Um, That's what it's all about. <laughs> so this is called the Hokey Pokey. Now the pokey is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get it, you yeah, get it, you get it, you yeah. get it. Oh. Uh, in America, they call it the hokey pokey. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Think of the ramifications. So many poor of... children, Mike, and hear the... Uh... Yeah. Oh. Uh, and the, the actions to this are genuinely, you put your left boob in, your left boob out, which are pretty similar to putting your right arm... The, Your or, left arm in that. Is it a female only song? Or, <laughs> well, no, because oh, they managed. They must say about your penis. Oh, Willie, I expect. You put your Willie in. Oh. Yeah. All of these lyrics <laughs> sound like they're written by someone who's never actually had sex. I completely think that might be real. I mean, have you looked yeah. at them? I. <laughs> um, so, 
Yeah. I think it's got one thing that got me thinking, like, I like thought they called it the Blue Album, so they kind of put it out there, like, hey, this is smutty stuff, okay? Like, we've warned you in but advance. But it's not, but it's but, not even smutty. It's just look shit. Like, it's just, uh, this is the biggest pile of garbage I've ever heard in my fucking life. Go on their Spotify page um, and look at the band members now. They look like failed clones of Timmy Mallet. Well, it's funny, <laughs> it's funny that you should mention clones, because one of them... They, well, they so this original four piece where yeah. three of them were born on the same day, same year, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, two of them left immediately, um, which left two because mm-hmm. four minus two is two. And that's math. a fact. That's why people come to this podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. It works yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, it pans yeah. out. Yeah. So it's a game changer. They, oh, Jesus Christ, right? This is where it gets really weird. Is this for Secret Singer? So. <laughs> One of them, uh, there was an accident, which we'll get into in a moment. And the other guy that was left, Colin Ruth was left, um, and Barton was no longer with us. Um, but luckily... This is in the 90s. There was, this is in the 90s, yeah. There was a lookalike and soundalike <laughs> of one half of Black Lace who he hired and then carried on as if nothing happened. <laughs> so, so one of the guys that is now in Black Lace, or since the 90s, is a stand-in of another guy who he w- looks and sounds... Uh, I think... That's I, weird. I was shit. trying to work out who died and I couldn't because because of a look and sound alike so in the pictures. My, my, <laughs> my favourite thing is that he attributes this guy to being so pivotal to Black Lace's sound that he c- literally couldn't carry on without him, and so he had to find, like, an identikit version of him to carry on. Well, the guy who died... It's like Kiss and, like, just getting everyone else in, like, Ace Freely <laughs> and Peter Chris's makeup. Like, oh, you know. The guy who died looks like a blonde version of Clinton Baptiste from um, uh, Phoenix Nights. You know, the, the psychic. <laughs> yeah. um, That's the thing. If they, they are, like, a joke band in Phoenix Nights. Yeah. But in real life. Absolutely. Um, one of my, I was so kind of thinking this... about the Blue Album as mm. well, and I was imagining how great it would be if Weezer re-recorded their own Blue Album, <laughs> but like made all of the lyrics really smutty. Well, have you not heard I'm... Surf Wank America? Yeah. <laughs> I so was good. trying to think, okay, what would you rather listen to, okay? Would you rather listen to Weezer re-record the Blue Album with smutty lyrics? Yes, because they're would, good. Or would you like to hear Black Lace cover... Weezer's Blue Album, song for song. Um, or, better yet, Weezer cover Black Lace's Blue Album. That one. Black Lace. Oh, sorry, Weezer covering Black Lace. Because Black Lace's covers now, on their later albums, I listened to a couple, they're very pedestrian and... <laughs> not, and not mental! Mental! Yeah. So, okay. Oh, gee, there's so much in this. So Tarzan Boy from I the 80s. That song. Classic Great song. Baltimore song, love it. Great song. Yeah. I would say, very much... Of the eighties, of its time. Oh, it's incredibly eighties. The video, the song, the production. But there's that. There's that point. I disagree. That that belongs it's timeless. To. It resonates. <laughs> I lo- I love that song. Yeah, we hear long after song. we are. That belongs there. <laughs> and I think if you went to like any, God, anyone in 2015, hey, do you know Baltimore's Tarzan Boy? A lot of people are like, no. Oh, do, <laughs> yeah, do you right. know Madonna? Yes. Yeah. So they released their own cover of Tarzan Boy in 2015 on the album Party Crazy. Um, That's their seventh album with the word party in it. <laughs> is actually. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> and Back to what we know. It's it's obviously not as good as the original. Yeah. It's 
it's not like that. But the only discernible difference that is added quite a lot more animal noises. <laughs> For kids' parties. It just so happens that all of those animals were fucking at the time. <laughs> but also, I don't know what parties they're going to because they also do a cover, I think on that album, of I Just Called Say I Love You. By, by Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Uh, now, a cover is just as good as the original. Uh, it's, uh, d- this is this is absurd talk by now. The original's a garbage song. No, I no. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think compared to garbage the song. majority of Stevie Wonder's discography, <laughs> it's not. It's nowhere near as good as the rest <laughs> of his stuff. But <laughs> come on, Black Lace, do play not <clears throat> do not sing that as well as Stevie Wonder. Play, play, yeah. play it. It sounds like a karaoke version. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's passable. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. He's got a good voice. I agree. I actually do agree with that. He was on the voice as well, so that might be. Was he actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. That's what? actually, that's actually what? yeah. If I was <laughs> as blind as Stevie Wonder, and I, yeah, I would. If do you say if I was blind as Stevie Wonder? Yeah, if I was as uh, blind as Stevie Wonder, and I heard that person singing. I would probably think that might be Stevie Wonder on an off day. Right. It's not exactly talk, what they've covered. Talk, living for the city, is it? No. So. Talk, talk to me about them being on the Voice. Huh? Who was on the Voice? Uh, Dean Michael. That's the name of the guy, the singer. In Blacklace. His name is Dean Michael. Who? The singer for Blacklace. None of them are called Dean Michael. He was a... Yeah, D-E-N-E. Yeah, yeah, no. Was it uh, Denny? What? He, he, he's what are you talking about? He's yeah, the one Denny who... Yeah, Michael. Yeah, he, he's listed as a past member. No, there's Colin Ruth and Alan Barton are the main boys. Alan Barton's the one who passed away. Oh, is... Yeah. Oh, shit. Is Dean d- Michael sings for them now. I'm an no. expert, apparently. Uh, Hang on. I, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The... No, Roy Hopcraft was the stand-in boy. I'm on their Wikipedia Dean Michael page is now. the one who committed one of our favourite crimes that we like to discuss on this podcast. Yeah, they've gone for a lot of members. So <gasps> is it ape crime? No, I, it's I, I, almost as good. It's, it's like... the crime of benefit fraud. <laughs> 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 now this this benefit fraud. <laughs> what? And then he was on the Voice. Well, he was on the Voice, but even better, while he was committing the benefit fraud, here's how he got caught. So oh, obviously, please be poor Diana related. Well, so, it's one of the most insane ways to get caught doing benefit fraud. I'm sure everyone knows benefit fraud is when you claim you've got a bad back or you can't work and you get money from the government because most people, if they have it, they can't work, so it's fair enough. And then you always get these, like, things where you see it on the local news where someone gets caught for benefit fraud because they were in a wrestling match when they said they had a bad back and stuff. This guy took it to the next level. (laughs) On 27th of June 2016, Dean Michael was jailed for six months for benefit fraud. While performing with Old Lace, performing solo shows and filming the Walker's Crisp advert. (laughs) He was also working during the day as a van driver. He had been claiming disability benefit and had received £25,000 over a two-year period. After serving the sentence, the ex-Black Lace singer now works part-time as a solo singer and part-time DJ to pay back his fraudulent claims. This is in... Benefit fraud. One of the best crimes, I would say. Uh, but we love to talk about him. I didn't even know this name existed. Also, uh, while we're on random facts, yep. Black Lace's 1983 Superman single was on their first was their first on their own label, Flair label, uh, and a promotional video was shot at Casanova's nightclub in Wakefield. One of the hired dancers was the then unknown singer Jane McDonald. <laughs> You're joking. 
from the old uh, cruise ship. Everyone's got jobbers. Oh well. my god! Um, and loose women, actually. Uh, yes. Yep. Oh, uh, it's, it's already come. And up. again, she has much more talented than Black Lace. I would can't agree. stress that enough. Um, uh, another thing as well, going back to uh, I just called to say I love you. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting that immediately on that album, it's followed by a cover of Nelly the Elephant. <laughs> Classic. Um, no, what would you rather hear Black Lace cover? Uh, Metallica's Black Album or Jay-Z's Black Album um, I feel like if they did Jay-Z's Black Album mm. they would say a lot of the words that he says yeah. that they shouldn't say I and I don't think they'd have a problem with saying them I think and that worries that, I me I think they would want to pay homage to the original and want to do it justice <laughs> And so I think they would drop every N-bomb they could. I think, yes. I think, knowing their track record for covers, they might actually <laughs> drop more offensive language in there um, just to give it their own spin, actually. It's um, you guys. Can I... Can there is I, another crime I, we haven't discussed I just, yet. Well. Yeah, there's a couple things I want to ask you guys about. Yeah, please do. Uh, please do. Weird obsession. Um, does it, why do you keep mentioning crimes? You also mentioned in the intro... A death? Okay. So, this is the original singer. Okay. We're yeah. showing pictures now. Oh, uh, this is actually really show. interesting. So, he joined a oh, British band is, called This called is Smoky. fascinating. Yeah, this is really interesting. And it ties back into school discos. And, so and trips to Spain. He Yeah, he joined a sort of a, a much more legitimate rock band called Smokey. And it says Uber. on their own bio on Black Lace... A far more credible band. Yep. <laughs> so he juggled both bands for a while, and yep. then focused on Smokey, and then uh, quite sadly he uh, there was a coach accident in Cologne, and he died in a coach accident. Um, but the interesting thing about him joining Smokey <laughs> is that I don't know if you have. Well, I think one of our biggest hits was called "Living Next Door to Alice." Okay. And for twenty four years I've been living, living next, next door. door yeah. Alice. Now. Who did a who did a um, comedy version of that with Roy Chubby Brown? Oh my after god! After Alan Barton joined Black Lace. Well, no, the is singer of Black Lace. Band? After he joined the band, Smokey, yeah. they then released that version of a song. Oh, they re-released okay. it with Roy Chubby Brown involved. So he right. he went oh. to <laughs> he went to a more credible rock band and brought a bit of Black Lace with him. Yeah, for, which means that how this, can we make this much worse? Than are, it? are you saying the moments of Black Lace are effectively a cancer? I literally, they are musical poison. Yeah, and it's incredible. You think songs and, are described as infectious? And I these are described as infected. I <laughs> like, and then that is how the lookalike soundalike came into the band because the other one exploded. Ooh. <laughs> right. Um, Hush. Now the the survivor, Colin Ruth. Um, was then into serious trouble for having an affair with an underage girl, oh, which I don't think comes as a surprise. I don't want to. I don't ever want to tie anyone with any kind of brush or anything like that. He's still but in the band. He's still in Black Lace. He changed his surname to Gib, and he's still in the band. He did. He did the. Uh, he did a really cool, honourable thing by, instead of admitting to his crimes and doing any kind of punishment. Just changed his name and carried on. <laughs> yeah. What a sack um, of shit. Like, it, yeah, they, they kind of look like the sort of band that would be caught in Operation U Tree. They look like yeah. their own. Yeah. Tri- they also look like their own tribute band, don't they? Yeah. They, yeah. They, and one of one of them in the band is. I mean, may, maybe it's <laughs> oh, just yeah. because uh, I'm used to anyone who was ever on top of the pops too, 
to be investigated while Operation U Tree. No, not Top of Pops. Top of Pops Two's got. Lo- it's just for classic performances on Top of Pops. Yeah. Top of Pops Two's wicked. It's, that's how I found out about I, the. Um, in all fairness, I have definitely seen Gary Litter on Top of Pops. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's just Laura Ravages, isn't it? Of yeah. showing yeah, in a photo. But that's how I found out about Nirvana's performance of Top Pops, where they had to mime it except the vocals. Uh, so he's yeah. doing the Morrissey impression. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Um, but okay, so maybe we phrase that. But anyone who's uh, say involved in light entertainment in the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. in in a lot of children's entertainment in the seventies and eighties, I expect to be involved. I'm surprised these guys managed to go with it. It feels like they've been up to no good anyway. <laughs> like, I think they yeah. were just openly, you know, for the most part, they're just being cheeky, aren't they? Very cheeky chappies. Just cheeky chappies. Big cheeky chappies. Just disgusting lyrics, mm. but like uh, now I must describe when we've been we've been. Oh, seriously, I cannot. It feels so good to We speak. tried to contain ourselves about talking about this before the it podcast. It feels so good to speak about this, yeah, bitch. But, <laughs> and get it all off our chest. Uh... It's like therapy. So, as we've been speaking about this, Nelms described their work and their music in one perfect word. And that word was rotten. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's just it's wrong. disgusting music. Okay, Jim, I would like... Yeah, as as, 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 as if as if we're kind of experts I, on this horrible thing yeah. that we've just discovered I would like you to tell me who is the Blue Album for this is this is why we're here having this conversation <laughs> on this podcast I think if Black Lace had never recorded that album we wouldn't think twice about it what's so fascinating to me about it is in what is a very obvious linear career path of novelty pop songs and covers uh, which you can probably play at events on TV for less than the original and that's probably how they make a lot of their money the only only time I can ever think that this would get played would be at one although you're thinking about recording it one um, school reunions okay yeah so they thought it'd be funny if everyone who met up 20 years later they put on the school disco classics, but they're a little bit filthy. Very excellent point, actually. Um, that's an incredible point. Or, yeah, again... That's such a really good point. They they have a really warped view of what Life. the actual orgy is. And so, to them, they've made, like, sex music. So, when they hear the Blue <laughs> Album, that's... In their head, that's what it sounds like. That's your Barry like, White. Barry White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely. Or, it's like, or Prince or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I describe it as like council estate key party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is their record label. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I keep trying to like, like, get your fuck onto this. I know, they say screw. They say screw. screw. And yeah. this, this, again, this is the one of the things that makes it weirder. Is that it's so... It's child-friendly. It's a child's idea yeah. of being rude. So Except again, for the word "bitch," get on about your bitch. That bit, that seems weirdly aggressive compared to the rest. <laughs> I know, but, but to a kid here, touch that really. Language. So here's my third potential use for this album, and that is simply landfill to grow. <laughs> um, just to basically to groom. I think it's maybe used to like groom children. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I reckon on their other albums like every fifth copy that gets sold they've secretly put in a copy of like the Blue Album and maybe if you played it backwards it would have some real suggestive like vocals on there I've just thought of a fourth reason 
Go on. So there's a lot of really interesting sort of futurology stuff about how, not just like in a hundred years time, but like say in a couple of thousand years time, how you would warn those future, future, future generations <laughs> about the dangers necessarily of say nuclear waste and like say a nuclear waste dump. Okay. If say they no longer speak English or yeah. or can read the signs or whatever, like way down the line. And and that's it. That's it. That's immediately very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really fascinating to look into. Cool. It's sort of speculation, I guess, or like because anything can happen. Like if society collapsed and it all started again, yeah, people might not know. But you bitch. Uh, that's the thing. Maybe they could have an alarm system set up. So if they go near these areas, <laughs> it will just blare out this album and people will keep away from it. And then they'll it could be like such an awful unlistenable sound that people can't <laughs> bear to be near it. Because it's just you know, it immediately says something's wrong here, there's danger. <laughs> something's wrong here. <laughs> keep away. Be, that should be that album's name. Yeah. Something's wrong here, Black Lace, nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, or just we're sorry. <laughs> One of my biggest fears is grooming. that maybe because like NASA do a thing where like they obviously obviously exploring space, but they want to limit what they put out there because legitimately, in the event that there's other life out there that could be potentially hostile, yeah. yeah, they don't want to do anything which could attract it to Earth. My biggest fear is that like someone like Elon Musk, who's already a real life James Bond <laughs> villain, may go fucking insane. He'll build a space probe. And in that space probe will be <laughs> Both two guys two with things. black lace. It will be a copy of the Blue Album <laughs> and coordinates to Earth. <laughs> oh dear. And he just laughs maniacally as he pushes a big red button and sends like a hundred rockets into space in all directions. And then, but maybe that would keep maybe, people away. Maybe not in our life. Maybe not in our lifetime. Maybe not in our grandchildren's lifetime. But basically, like you'll kind of look out the window, and Independence Day is happening. Yeah, but maybe that's why he's using keep people away. Place. Yeah. Even worse. We, even worse. If like, you come here, we will make you listen. There, to this. there could be like a planet of um, what's Spock's race in oh, Chappies. Like a bunch of Vulcans out there right. who are ready to like share the gift of like, you know, walk travel, walk travel um, all these cures for these diseases, all these philosophies, this technology. And then all of a sudden they, they see this probe go by and they pick up the probe and go, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> show us because, because, because they're so far advanced in technology, so like show they don't have a CD player, so they don't know what the fuck to do with it. But they open up the lyric booklet and they say, do the condom. <laughs> and then they turn the ship around and say, do you know what? They probably didn't want the cure to cancer anyway. Or they assume that we've ascended to a higher level of existence. <laughs> and we don't need their primitive technology. Like, actually, in the same way, like, yeah, you're, you're sending off, uh, like, like, it's like a landfill, right? You actually, yeah. like, get this shit off of Earth. Like, we don't <laughs> yeah. need it on Earth. 400 copies of yeah. the Blue Album. Yeah, we've managed to, like, recycle all of that, like, bad air, all of that waste and everything. And it's now been turned into, like, clean air, uh, homes. Clean like, records. Food. Yeah, food and all the waste has been put countries. onto that disc. It's been compacted. Yeah. <laughs> and like, this is all the This is the only byproduct. <laughs> And, uh, That's where it's all come from. Yeah, and we sent it into space. I the whole know. of the ozone layer is, shrink is shrinking because they're compacting it into VCDs. This is the weirdest creation I've ever found. I don't know many bands that would go out to, out of their way 
to put out a shit album. I do feel like yes. it. Well, actually, no, try to because they didn't because they got. Did it even really get banned? Did it actually? I don't get, think they were trying yeah. to make a shit album. I think they thought they were being cheeky chappies. I, I feel like you know. They say in Evil Dead when they read the Necronomicon. <laughs> I feel we're about to awaken something through listening to this album. We can't spend much more time on this album. We've, we've no, gone we've way done. too long. We've done. We've done. Yeah. So uh, check I, it out. I, it's what, on Spotify. It's all on Spotify. What? How do we? How do we even fucking wrap this up? Uh, uh, good question. We're going to yeah, try and go it. see them if they play. They played Bristol right. last year. But we didn't realise. Which I still find fascinating. They're touring. It was a it was like a, a festival in Ashton Court. Yeah, of course it was. Oh, was it the eighties um, one they do? I don't know, but they're playing Exeter in a few months. Oh, it <coughs> might have been. Yeah, they had that big eighties festival. They always like, do. Like UB forty and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way. There's no way they're playing with. Jesus Christ! And also, how upset would oh you be? UB forty having to share a bill with. Uh... I've got green music. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't got any answers I, for this. I, ha, I, have, I will not have the success that these fucking pieces of shit. That's because you've not found your audience yet. I know. Yeah. That's what I you know. You need to more mind-expanding uh, drugs. You need <sighs> to find the gap in the market and then get releasing some sort of novelty. But we've only just scratched the surface. So I would recommend listening to some of this. Uh, your mouth will be agape. Make sure you put um, on Spotify as a setting for a private session. <laughs> uh, make sure you do that because it could end up accidentally making you a daily mix of oh my god I'm interrupting myself mid-sentence we don't have to do this now how have we not done a radio off of one of these songs on Spotify and on that bombshell <laughs> um, yeah this is a bit of a this is a bit of a tangent also, this, this is like don't do not get me wrong this episode is an outlier we're recording this, was... this as posterity in case we all vanish mysteriously yeah. <laughs> um, yeah we have lots of plans and this is just something which I think we just needed oh, it doesn't have to be our second episode we can release this at any time that's true we can yeah. hold it I as mean, a threat if we don't be... get a certain amount of listeners we'll unleash this onto the world every week <laughs> yeah every yeah. week um, until we get more listeners somehow They've covered top thumping. Yeah, I told you that. Covered it. Pissing the night. And uh, I think we'll leave you on this song as we uh, end the podcast. Um, Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to put my name to this. Bye. Um, Bye. My name is Dan. Ciao, nice knowing you. Uh, goodbye from my, Jim my and Lewis as well. My name was Jim. I think I'm going to have to legally change my name after this as well. You bitch. <laughs> I hate you, Lewis. Got it out of our system. Oh, we're good. Get on my life now. I like that one a lot. It's gonna take so much editing to make that. Yeah. Not, that was.